Welcome to the Small Business Surgeon Podcast, the show where we dissect the businesses of top producers, examine their growth strategies, and share with you the bare bones of their success. I am your host, Samuel Smith, and I'm glad you're here. Let's operate. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the Small Business Surgeon. I am your host, Samuel Smith, and it is time for Friday Fire number 18, TFI Friday, as we like to say around here. Thank goodness it's Friday. It's been a uh, a long week around here at the office. So today, Friday, June 4th, we're going to get started. It is uh, It's first Friday, first Friday of the month. And uh, for those of you that are listening uh, live on Friday, the day we publish, um, today is the uh, the first Friday in downtown Bryan where we'll be having the grand opening of our, our new art gallery. So uh, yeah, I own an art gallery now, which is kind of weird. Um, thinking about it because I don't really know much about art. So before we get into the show, I'll tell you a little bit of a story of the art gallery. We actually um, we rented a a retail building for Texas Media Foundry. I wasn't looking for a retail space; I was looking for office space. But a friend of mine, she uh, she she had a retail store, and it uh, it was time to consolidate to one location, and so she she was closing the uh, the location we had, and she asked me if my real estate office would be uh, prepared to do a sublease and help her out with the paperwork and find her a tenant, and when I looked at it, it was ideal for Media Foundry, so we just uh, we took over the lease down there, and we slid Media Foundry in the hole nicely, and it was uh, everything was going swimming in now this was uh, this was pre-covid so it's a retail storefront that we are just putting a media team in and uh, we're not really uh, not really soliciting any work or any business but people keep banging on the door and trying to get in because they used to uh, you know before it was a record store then it was a, a, a a clothing store and before that it was something else some other kind of store so it'd been been stores for years so people were used to walking in and seeing what was for sale and I felt like such a such an idiot as here as an entrepreneur and a businessman trying to make some money just turning away paying customers even though they weren't you know buying video they were they were customers for some stuff so we took a look and I said man I, I need to have some retail at the front of this place you know at the time and then we're getting onto a whole other story, needing uh, needing bigger office space now. But uh, um, at the time, there was only a couple of us worked for Media Foundry. There was a couple of guys. I had my uh, real estate desk in the back just so I could keep an eye on stuff. And um, we weren't using the entire building. So we decided to section off the first 350 feet, uh, square feet, sorry, and make it into a, a retail area to catch some of the foot traffic going by in downtown Bryan to where we'd, we'd be able to make uh, a little money. And I started to think, what is the one thing I've got that I can you know, sell in a retail environment? I, I could not wrap my head around it. And then I'm like, dude, you own a media company. Why don't you just make and sell art? Wow, perfect. So we went full steam ahead, opening an art gallery, and then COVID hit. So we kind of shelved all the plans and I did little bits and pieces on it last year as uh, as budget allowed. Remember, we don't do uh, we don't do debt around here. And um, finally, we get to the point where the masks uh, are lifted and people are out and about again. And you know, so we decided to go full bore into opening an art gallery. But the real reason we're opening it is if if you asked me, if you came to me and said, "Hey, can you make a retail art gallery?" 
profitable in downtown Bryan, I would have said, eh, probably not. It's probably not really a, a good use of our time. But the way the art gallery uh, is going to pay for itself is the fact that we've got two um, 55-inch TVs on the back wall that are all set up to play Texas Media Foundry content. So the art gallery is going to be a free lead trap for the Media Foundry. So as people are walking by on the street, we get a lot of people on Saturdays and Sundays sitting out uh, in the street there in downtown Bryant, eating, drinking. There's restaurants around, there's bars around. So um, very often people will be sitting out in front of my art gallery uh, with a glass of wine or with, uh, with a beer or they'll be eating brunch with mimosas and they want somewhere to go and our, our gallery gives them somewhere to walk but it also puts um, our target audience um, firmly into uh, into our ecosystem because they, they, th- these guys are in their you know they might be in their 30s or in their 40s or in their 50s um, they're out chilling on a Saturday morning drinking mimosas they're many of them are uh, financially well off to be in downtown and be sitting out drinking. So it seemed like a really good idea to put an art gallery there. And with the overhead of the art gallery, um, with everything, it's probably about mm, it's probably between four to six thousand a month, just depending on staffing requirements and how everything else figures out. So realistically. The goal of the art gallery is to sell one to two media jobs a month, which will more than cover the overhead, which will then make it profitable. So that's what we've got going on in downtown. Sorry for such a long uh, introduction, but if you are out and about tonight, uh, Friday, June 4th, it's first Friday, come on down to uh, to downtown Ryan. Come down to our offices on 26th Street, and we've got the uh, the grand opening of the uh, the art gallery, which... I uh, I put a little thing out on Facebook as to what we should call it, and the uh, the overwhelming uh, overwhelming consensus was that we should call it the uh, the well hung arts gallery with uh, with a crooked H and all, and of course that is in reference to how well we hang the art on the walls. Um, you know, it's absolutely not a, a, a penis joke, but. Um, it's a very polarizing name. Uh, we've got like the whole 80-20 split. 80% of downtown loves it and thinks it's great. And uh, 20% of them hate it and thinks it's immature. And I love it. I mean, it's great. We've got eggplants all the way around the inside. We've got t-shirts that say well hung on them. We've got uh, all kinds of fun little uh, fun little stuff. And uh, it is it does get a little risque, but it is PG-13 risque. Anything that's, uh, anything that's a little too... Um, too well risque i guess anything that's a little too over the top is uh, is in a not safe for work bin and um you know i'm sure people can pull out some pictures and pull out some uh, some other stuff but it's it's all art um there's a fine line between art and smut and we try to keep it on the art side anyway getting off topic uh, i've got a podcast to do but uh, stop by if you're out and about tonight and thank you so much for listening i remember one more thing there's no fee for these podcasts um you know a, a lot of the top guys um run advertising on theirs but uh, one of the guys i i listen to a lot uh, andy frisella he does his podcast for free uh, as do i and um you know there is no no charge but there is a fee um, you know, if you got value from the show, that's how you pay me. You can pay me by sharing the show. Uh, we can help other people find it, and uh, maybe we can make a tiny little difference in their lives too. So, uh, that, that, I mean, that's all I do it for, really. Um, you know, sharing my mistakes and sharing the things I got wrong 
helps uh, you all to uh, avoid the same mistakes as I did. So maybe we'll just, uh, we should change the, the name of the show, Kyle. Um, yeah, just go ahead and change it. We're going to change it to the, uh, the, from the small business surgeon to the small business crash test dummy. I think that's uh, a little bit more accurate. But uh, anyway, I want to thank you all for, for listening and for, for chilling and for hanging out with me and for being a part of my little world because I do love doing these for you all. And uh, just do me a favor, uh, pay it forward, screenshot it, share it with somebody you know, introduce somebody else to the show and uh, tag me in your stories. Tag me on Instagram, Facebook, at uh, Small Business Surgeon. I really appreciate you guys. And don't forget to hit the uh, subscribe button. If you already haven't, so on to today's lesson. Lesson? There's not really a lesson. It's just me ranting. So on to today's rant. Um, consistency and how to be consistent when it sucks. Uh, because, you know, being an entrepreneur is like the the biggest roller coaster of emotions um, that you can experience. I'm, I'm assuming that most of the guys that listen to this show, most of you are entrepreneurs or you're my mom. Um, you know, she is the uh, only non-entrepreneur that listens to it, I think, just to uh, just to support me. But you've got to realize that being an entrepreneur, it's it's like being a, a cage fighter. It's like being a prize fighter. You are going to get punched in the face. Even when you win a fight, you're still getting hit all the way along the way. And it still sucks getting hit in the face. And it's still painful. And you still have to rely on your fundamentals consistently over and over and over to win the fight. So you see the fighter at the end of the fight lifting the belt up and he's like, hell yeah, I'm the best in the world. But right up until 15 seconds before he was lifting that belt, he was still getting punched in the face. So the big question we gotta answer is how do you keep going when it sucks? because it will suck. I mean, for me, um, so many things are are great in my world right now, but an equal and opposite number of things absolutely suck, and they always suck. So it's about, once I realized that that shit sucks every day no matter what, um, it got a lot easier. So I had to take a look and figure out how to stay consistent and the real key to being successful at anything is just to understand that you're going to have drawbacks you're going to get punched in the face and as um as sylvester salone said in rocky uh i think it was rocky 204 uh it might have been rocky six um but it's not about it's it's not about how hard you get hit it's about how hard you get hit and keep moving forward so the biggest factor for me in consistency is reminding myself why I'm doing what I do. It's anchoring myself on that why. Because if I didn't have a fucking why, um, I would have quit this forever ago. There's way less stressful ways for me to carve out a living from this planet than doing what I do. Um, I do what I do for a specific set of whys. And if you've listened to the podcast any, you'll probably have yours written out, assuming you're consistent and do the work when it counts. But why are you doing what you do? I want you to think. And I started thinking about the insurance industry. 
is the insurance industry there to sell people insurance? Or is the killer insurance agent, is his focus helping people who are a little bit confused to simplify their insurance needs and ensure that they have got the coverage that they need for when shitty things happen in their life, they've got that right coverage and they've got peace of mind. Maybe that's the insurance agent's why. You know, I help people who are confused, lost, a little overwhelmed maybe, um, buy their dream home, whether that's their first house or their 15th house or whatever. I help people navigate buying a house. You might be a personal trainer and you're, you're all bummed out because it's not going your way this week. But how many people are you touching through social media and the messages you're putting out every single week that are overweight and maybe a little depressed and maybe struggling in their lives? Is your why the number of people you're helping and the number of people you're touching? Because if you can lean into something like that, you affect far more people than you realize. Um, you know, for every like you get on a post about your business, probably eight to ten people saw it. You know, even if they're quiet, hanging out in the background, they still see you. I get that a lot. Oh, I love your posts. I'm like, you have a comment? I never see it. No, well, I don't ever know what to say. All right, well, no problem. But you're touching more people than you realize. So by when the day does suck, which it will, you just got to get over that. You're going to get hit in the face if you're going to win any prizes around here. When it sucks, anchor yourself back to your why. I help people who are struggling in business become the best versions of themselves. I help people who are fat and overweight and depressed regain control of their lives. I help people who don't understand insurance navigate a difficult insurance market and get the best possible protection for them and their families. You see how you can anchor yourself in much bigger reasons than just, I sell insurance to get a paycheck. I sell houses because it pays my bills. If you only do shit to get money, you will be miserable. You have to focus on your why and anchor yourself to that why so that when you are having a bad day, you can turn around and you know, you know what? Here's the reason I'm doing this. You know, my reason to continue my mission, and my mission changes every other month, that as fast as my companies are evolving and growing and as fast as my mentoring programs are growing, I had not ever seen this growth six months ago. And if it wasn't for guys like Zach Babcock and, and Thomas Keenan and to a, a lesser extent even Ryan Stuman pushing me to follow this direction, I would have stayed selling real estate. So you know, my mission changes, but my reason to continue my mission is greater than my desire to quit. My reason for my mission, touching people and helping people and guiding people past the obstacles that I managed to walk straight into, my reason for doing that is always going to be greater than my desire to quit. If I quit everything and went and took an office job in corporate America, I would spend most of my day sitting there regretting that I was unable to help as many people as possible. So as long as my mission is greater than my desire to quit, and as long as I keep that desire tank full and keep the mission tank full, 
you can reflect on the people that you're helping. You can anchor yourself to those people and you can refill that desire to keep going on your mission. So that's my, um, that's my go-to when I'm having a rough time. That's my go-to when I'm, when I'm struggling uh, with the, the mental aspect of the entrepreneur game, when I'm trying to keep up with all the shit that I've got going on, with all the people I'm, I'm, I'm trying to serve. I, I go back to, to my why and I realize that my mission is far, far greater than any desire that I might have to quit. So you can lean into that too. If you've figured out your why, you can anchor yourself to it. The next thing that you need to realize um, on this journey, and I, I know I've talked about this before, but it ties into having a sucky day and being a little bit down and, and being down on yourself and not feeling you've achieved enough. The next thing you've got to remember is, you know, there's all kinds of um, sayings by monks about journeys of a thousand miles start with a single step. But it's really true. The key to all of this is to take small steps consistently every day. And the way I break it down is I've got a four-hour time block every morning that's the same. And it's finished by nine o'clock. And in that time block, I get exercise, I get gratitude, I get time with my kids, I get a little food, um, I get some coffee, I get some social media time, and I get some reading time, okay? And if I exercise every day, if I make my social media posts for the day, if I read my book for the day, if when I do all these things, I'm knocking them out, that's a success, that's a win, right? So by controlling my time and controlling my calendar... I make sure that the first four hours of my day knock out a bunch of critical tasks that need to get done every day. And then I've already created space in my day for that win. I wake up, winning happens. All of a sudden, I've won. It's nine o'clock. Right, what are we doing? What's on the work calendar for today? So when you're struggling to find success as an entrepreneur, Look at your schedule. Look at your diary and say, what am I doing? There was a huge portion of my life that is gone now and wasted where I would spend time in my evenings drinking and then I would spend time in my mornings sleeping in. And I would roll out of bed at the last possible minute and I would get to my office at the last possible minute and I would be sitting at my desk, bleary-eyed, hungover, drinking coffee, trying to focus on shit and not really knowing what I was supposed to be doing that day, not having any structure, just going through the motions, trying to make a little bit of money and calling myself a business owner. Just because I was making thousands of dollars doesn't mean I was successful at what I was doing. I was just making a shitload of money. I didn't find success until I found how to win my day. And winning my day starts with controlling my time and winning my morning. So again, if you're struggling, what does your morning look like? Are you waking up? Are you being grateful for being awake? Are you exercising? Are you getting the right nutrients in your body? There's a whole lot more to being an entrepreneur than just showing up and selling shit. The biggest part of being an entrepreneur is understanding that you are accountable to nobody, yet you're accountable to everyone at the same time. Like, nobody is there to hold you accountable. But everybody is leaning on you if you fail. 
So your accountability has to come from within. It has to come from you saying, I will not fail my people. My mission is greater than my desire to quit. That shit has to come from within you. The people that hold me accountable now are the people that are looking at me and looking up to me and looking to me for leadership, looking to me for guidance. You guys hold me accountable. My team holds me accountable. I can't miss a fucking paycheck. Everybody's got to get paid. That's accountability right there. So by starting your days out with four hours worth of winning, what does that do for you and your mindset when you are sitting at that desk at nine o'clock and you say, right, guys, it's go time. Who performs better? The guy that got out of bed at 8.45, swished some mouthwash around, brushed his hair out of his eyes, sits at his desk with a coffee and a hangover? Or the guy that's had four hours of fucking winning already when he gets to his desk and starts work. That's what you got to do. You got to control that time and you've got to have a set schedule where you fucking win every single morning. Because if you've already won the morning, you can already win the day. And if you can win the day, doesn't matter what the fuck goes on. If you've won the morning, even if bad stuff happens, you can push through that bad stuff, win the day. And you've only got to win four days out of seven, guys, until you've won the week. So if you can win four days out of seven, four times in a row, you've won the month. All from taking small steps daily. The real key to success is doing everything that successful people do to the best of your abilities consistently over time. That's it. You want to be in shape? Do what people that are in shape do. You want to be a top CEO of a business? Find them, read about them, study them, reach out to them, connect with them, emulate them, and become one. But really, you cannot learn success. You can't sit here, listen to this podcast, and just be successful. You can't go read a book and be successful. You can't go to a seminar and be successful. You can't join a coaching program, write all the lessons down and be successful. You cannot learn success. You must earn success. And you earn success by taking the things you've learned and implementing them. I can teach you time blocking all day long. I can teach you core values all day long. I can teach you how to get better, get in better shape, make more money, be grateful for the shit you have. All of it is irrelevant if you don't go out and earn your results. And that starts with small steps daily, culminating in just consistency over time. So if you're having a hard time this week, if it's been a rough week, Center yourself. Re-anchor yourself as to your whys. Make sure the reason for continuing your mission is always greater than your desire to quit. Take small steps daily and you will be just fine. All right, I'm going to head out. It's time for me to wrap this up. We have got another 
great episode coming up Monday. I'm not sure who's on the guest list. I know we've interviewed some absolute killers recently. We've got Patrick Bolaños coming up. We've got Brittany Zell coming up. We've got Jessica Stroud, the author and executive coach coming up. Um, we've got Brian McKittrick, another author, executive coach. He's uh, His episode is in the can. So we've got some really great episodes coming for you over the next few weeks. I want to thank you again for all the support, for all the likes, the shares, the comments, everything. It really helps to drive the show and helps to grow it. So I appreciate every single one of you guys. I love you all. If you need anything at all, reach out to me. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook, both at Small Business Surgeon. And uh, I would love to help with whatever you've got going on. All right, I'm going to get out of here. You all have a wonderful weekend. And uh, maybe I will see you tonight at the Wellhung Art Gallery. This has been the Small Business Surgeon Podcast. If you made it this far, you clearly liked it. So go on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. This helps people find the show and spread the good word. Share it with friends and follow us at Small Business Surgeon on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you for your follow-up next week. The Small Business Surgeon was recorded at Texas Media Foundry in downtown Bryan, Texas. Check them out at txfoundry.com. Ooh, yeah.